guess what, guys? We were right yet a freaking again. Yes, the crazy conspiracy right-wing conservatives that are always coming up with their kooky plans are, for some reason, always proven right in a couple of months to a couple of years or even a couple of weeks. But uh, by the way, thank you guys once again. This is the PR Conservative. Thank you. Just uh, follow me, the Never Silent Podcast, prconservative.com and PR Conservative all throughout all social media. Check me out and please uh, follow, share, and let's jump right into this because um, I'm glad. I'm glad that I am always right. Is it we're either we're freaking like prophets or something or or Nostradamus like how is it that we can just either see the future first of all we know what's happening and then we know when the future is going to be exposed we say it and then it comes true they say well these crazy right wingers (laughs) spying on Trump (laughs) how is that possible there is no such thing and then you like you ask them hey did you do any research did you even listen to the claims on how people came to the conclusion trump was spied on no but why should we listen to them they're right wingers they're republicans that is a problem they don't these people hate republicans so much they hate conservatives so much they especially hated orange mad and bad so damn much that they refused just refuse to listen to anything from that side of the aisle or that point of view. Everything had to be. Let's listen to the mainstream media or anyone that has a D next to their name or a D in their mouth. That's a joke. These people are so full of hatred and I, I, I can't with them, but we have the greatest scandal, the greatest political scandal in our freaking American history. But the media is silent. How complicit and how disgusting is this media? You know, I I, I know I'm preaching to the choir and I know that we all agree and we all know how disgusting this media is. But anything, anything Trump said, and first of all, this is b- before Trump. The media was very biased. But um, when Trump came, came into office, it was just magnified a million times. So this is why I'm talking about Trump right now. But the media has always been like this, very manipulative. They'll mislead you. They'll give you half-truths. They don't give you never the full picture. Because if you get the full picture, you don't need them anymore. You don't need their propaganda and lies. So they give you... They want you coming back, so they give you a little piecemeal, and but not the whole thing, because the truth will only destroy them. So for years, but let's let's stick it, let's stick back with just Trump. Anything Trump would say, it would be twenty four hours, just a news cycle. Let's let's talk about Trump. Let's. Oh, he's wrong. Oh, he said this. And it was just nonstop babble. Nonstop. Things that weren't even, shouldn't even be newsworthy. Take something, chop it up, edit, nonstop. 
and and it was just a 24 hour it's like they finally had something because you know their, their ratings were dead especially the the, the liberal media then the ratings were dead so trump revitalized them trump gave them actually a boost in ratings because hey hate sells you create hatred of cells so anything trump said was news anything that wasn't even news related they made it news oh but wait when they found out when they found out allegedly that the evil russians the evil russians wanted to help trump get elected they wanted to destroy hillary so they went in they colluded with Trump and they never, again, they never explained how the collusion worked. Never. I think the most they got is that Trump had a bank or something and he was possibly planning on either opening a hotel or a golf course somewhere in Russia. No paperwork was ever signed. There was nothing. It was just an idea. So that I think was the extent of their collusion, right? Oh, he's working with them. And then that wasn't working. But before that, they had to drum up the whole pee-pee hoax. Just going to summarize it. They hired a spy, a former British spy, who once worked for the uh, FBI, I believe. Yeah, worked for the FBI. FBI got rid of him because he just sucked. But then they rehired him again. They brought a dossier, which was actually... Not first-hand information, not second-hand information, not even third-hand information. This dossier about Trump was fourth-hand information. You ever go to court and they say that's not permissible, that's hearsay. They don't permit, they don't permit it because it's hearsay. You're repeating what you heard from somebody else. This was four times hearsay. Four times. And yet. They allowed it. They used that as a predicate to spy on the Trump campaign. So I just want to rewind this just, just a bit. They submitted, I'm trying to bring this back to my brain because it was a lot of information. Let me, let me retract this. Let me not retract this. Let me restate this. So when the spying happened, they went through the Pfizer court. Again, one of those courts that I think should be abolished. I can't stand the Pfizer court. It is a secret court with secret judges. No one knows really what's going on, but I think it was brought up, you know, after 9-11 and to stop terrorists and whatnot. So it might have been used for good things, but right here, great example, terrible. So from what I know, almost anything brought before the FISA court, as far as, you know, spying or, you know, wiretapping or whatever they have to do, whatever surveillance they need to do, is usually approved about 98% of the time. It's like almost a rubber stamp. It's, a, it's almost hard not to get an approval from the FISA court to proceed with your, your spying or your tracking or whatever the case is. Yes, they approved the spying Trump, but did you know that the first attempt, and it wasn't to Trump, it was the first Trump campaign, so to members of the Trump campaign, it was rejected, really rejected. The first, which is very rare. Some 
a rubber stamp court allowing spying on all the time. When they first brought this thing to spy on members of Trump's, Trump's campaign, that was red flag. That was like, nope. Then they used the hearsay, 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 peepee hoax document, which claims Trump and some prostitutes went to Russia, peed in a bed. The, yeah, the germaphobe had hookers pee in the bed where Obama and um, what's her name? Michelle Obama laid, allegedly. And that is why it's called the peepee hoax, amongst other lies that's in there. So this is what they used, which solidified the spying, I believe it was on Carter Page. Oh, I forgot one of the, some of the members of the Trump campaign. And so they used that document to solidify the second, third, and fourth, and however many more times because they had to renew the spying. So yes, that document with the hearsay, which by the way, they needed, you know how you need a confirmation, like two separate sources. I, I believe the other source was a Yahoo News article, Yahoo News. But the Yahoo News article was based off of the dossier. So it was circular information. It was not two independent sources verifying the same thing. It was the same two sources basically submitted. You could say they tricked the, the FISA court. I don't know how much tricking they needed. Maybe they wanted it. I don't know. By the way, no one in the FISA court, they should step down. Whoever approved this should be stepping down. Um, unless they have and I missed it. But regardless, that's part one of the spying. Next step. Now that John Durham was on the case, and by the way, I had no hopes for Durham, none. I said, he's just going to drop the ball. I'm pretty sure we all said the same thing. In the beginning, I had high hopes, and then it was just the slow walk. Nothing was happening. I'm like, what is going on? We, we have everyone that knows the details. So, And I'm like, why can't he just bring something forward? And lo and behold, it... it he, there was a couple of indictments, slowly but surely. And I'm like, okay, small fish, small fish, nothing big. I think three indictments prior. And then now the big kahuna, the big mother. Oh, I love it. And the left is running scared in silence, if that makes any sense. They, this media blackout that confirms that the Hillary Clinton campaign not only spied on Trump, candidate Trump, but also spied on Trump while he sat in the White House. If this is not treason, I don't know what is. If this is not front page news, I don't know what is. This is the biggest news this country has ever seen regarding politics. Name one other story that is bigger than this. They were always saying, oh, oh, as bad as Watergate. Oh, this story, bad everything is Watergate. Watergate pales in comparison to this. Watergate, in comparison to this, this is freaking Ocean's Eleven type crime. Watergate 
was like a kid taking candy from the store. That is the difference between Watergate and the spying on a political opponent. Not just an opponent, running for presidency and then while the man is sitting in office. Scary things. Makes you wonder how many people are, are involved in this. When they say drain the swamp, I, I, I understand. I remember when that phrase first came out, drain the swamp. And I, I, I did not understand the magnitude of what the swamp was. I had no idea. I knew the government was big. But big enough that you can spy and try to take down a sitting president with the leaders from intelligence agencies working hand in hand behind the scenes with a political party and even with our own party, these weak rhino members and complicit as well, not just weak, complicit with the media, it, it, the swamp is worse than I expected. Draining the swamp, it looks like it's going to take generations because these people sitting, they're bureaucrats, they come in, they sit for decades in there and then they bring their underlings and then they're young and they manipulate them and they train them in the ways of the swamp. And that's why the swampness never ends, no matter who was in charge. So this happens, right? And we all know what's going on. It's out in the open. The left is going crazy with the media. Well, I've got the media blackout. That's what I mean by the left is going crazy. The blackout. I've never seen anything like this. I have never seen some one of the biggest stories. Even how, how about you just make a story and just try to debunk it? But they're not even speaking about it. They're not even mentioning it. Usually they'll be all over. Oh, this is a crazy conspiracy. It's just like a blip. And they're just on to the next news. On to the next thing. <laughs> we don't need to. Let's talk about China and the Olympics. They don't care. Actually, they do care. Let me rephrase it. They do care. But they are scared. One, they're scared that they're going to be exposed for the liars that they are. And they know that the, they're losing credibility. The media's credibility is tanked out. Everyone is abandoning, aban abandoning not only left-wing media, but they're abandoning the Democrat Party in droves. And one thing I am really enjoying is watching them try to do damage control here. Part one of damage control is not to say anything. Part two is to say something slightly, but kind of like brush it off. And three is when they try to speak on it. Well, first, I, I love the fact that Jen Psaki, the White House press secretary, who should be stepping down soon, allegedly. I mean, they're always swapping out, so I don't think it's a big conspiracy. And then the other lady, the I don't even know her name, that she fills in for Jen Psaki once in a while. So they're asked, I believe, in um, either back-to-back -back days or like within the same few days, uh, within like two or three days of each other, they're on the White House podium. And they're both asked the same question about the Durham report and is this spying? 
and they cannot answer. Look at Second topic, this news about a, a Durham investigation. Um, does the president have any concerns about a candidate for president uh, using computer experts to infiltrate computer systems um, of competing candidates or even the president-elect to you for the goal of creating a narrative? Is that something that... That's something I can't speak to from this podium, so I, I refer you to the Department of Justice. Is, is what was described in that report monitoring internet traffic, is, is that spying? Again, I can't speak to that report. You, I, I refer you to the Department of Justice. Generally speaking, that with monitoring internet traffic. Thank you, my answer is change. I refer you to Department of Justice. I can't speak to that from here. Uh, do you know if there's still a system picking up server data on the EOP, and if not, when it stopped? Again, I, I know you asked my colleague a few questions about this the other day, uh, but I would point you any questions about this to the Department of Justice. And then is what was described in the, the filing there, monitoring internet traffic, is that, generally speaking, would that be considered something along the lines of spying? Again, I would point you to the Department of Justice. Go ahead. Refuse to answer. Deflect, 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 deflect. They can't, one, they would love, let me say something, if it was the other way around, they would have answered right away. They would have answered right away if they found if allegedly uh, Trump spied on Hillary. They would have been on that podium saying, this is the disgrace. He should be court-martialed. He should be imprisoned. He should be taken down. He should, this whole party should be ashamed of themselves. They would have been all up in arms. But since it's their party, it has to be quiet. I love the fact that as well, Hillary was confronted. I do believe, I believe somebody from the Daily Mail was outside the hotel in New York City. She's coming around. They blatantly ask her, hey, Hillary, what's going on with the spy? You have anything to say? Hillary, Laura Collins, Daily Mail, did you pay to spy on the Trump campaign? What are you going to comment on the spying allegations, Hillary? Did you pay for the having spied on? Usually you say, you know, uh, no, that's fake news. Usually that's her smart remark. Oh, that's fake. Oh, that's a conspiracy. Nope, she just walked right by. So, you know, let's let that pass. It's funny because I saw an article saying that, uh, First of all, her health is ridiculous. Allegedly, in 2016, when she was running against the great, uh, uh, I was going to say Joe Biden, that's not good, Donald Trump, that she can barely walk a block and sometimes needed a wheelchair. Whether this is true or not, this is based on eyewitnesses' account. I'm going to just, you guys figure it out. But regardless, so she walks on by, and I said, oh, she, she ignored it. But then she had the balls to tweet about it. Now, her tweet states, and it was the funniest thing, and I love how they do this. I love how when they want to allegedly debunk something, they need to mention something extreme right-wing like Fox, which is not really right-wing, of uh, Fox News. So in your mind, and not us, you know, we're smart people, in the average American's mind, they hear the word Fox, 
they think, oh, right-wing propaganda, right-wing liars. They will think that right away. So she's uh, smart by saying that. That's how they're, they're good at being manipulative. So her tweet, Trump and Fox are desperately spinning up a fake scandal to distract from his real ones. What scandals does he have? So it's a day that ends in Y. The more his misdeeds are exposed, the more they lie. Those interested in reality, here's a good debunking of their latest nonsense. And then she links to a Vanity Fair article. So, <laughs> so instead of stating and showing, uh, leading, showing actual documents, confirming, exposing, what she does is link to a gossip, a gossip magazine, Vanity Fair. That is her source to combat what legal documents are stating about her and spying on the Trump campaign. Her defense is to use Vanity Fair. Vanity Fair. Not the John Durham documents submitted into a court. Not testimonies. No, none of that. That doesn't count. Not hard evidence. All the... No evidence that was presented that doesn't count, guys. Don't you know this? When it comes to the left, real evidence doesn't count. The made-up stuff counts. Stuff that doesn't make sense counts. So please go to Vanity Fair. Disregard actual court filings and proceedings and evidence that was submitted. Ignore that. And everything that was confirmed, ignore it. Because you know, if you know that you are in the middle of the biggest corruption scandal ever to hit the United States, you know, if it gets any kind of real exposure, that you, not only you will be going to prison, so will a lot of other people in the Democrat party and in high levels of the intelligence agencies, which I cannot believe that we cannot trust our intelligence agencies. You know, so as we see this, either refusing to answer or walking away, at least they have Jimmy Kimmel. <laughs> Jimmy Kimmel will protect them. Jimmy Kimmel will provide the truth, right, Jimmy? Meanwhile, Trump's terrible kids are making the rounds, desperately trying to protect the golden goose. Last night, Eric took time out of his busy schedule to promote this made-up Hillary Clinton spying case they're now pumping into the Fox News viewers' soft oatmeal-like brain. He's such a freaking tool. I won't even waste time on that douchebag. But um, when I'm looking at that Hillary tweet, let's go side by side. Or let's see what she said before. Back in 2016, computer scientists have apparently uncovered a covert server linking the Trump organization to a Russian-based bank. I would love, I would love for Hillary to respond to that one. Where did you get that information from? 
How factual is that information, Hillary? Hmm? Question her. People in the media, if you are Americans, question her. Press her, but they will not do it. because They would rather destroy this country. They would rather destroy this country holding up their lives and just in the efforts to destroy the Republican Party than save America and maybe rebrand and fix their party from the inside. Listen, we don't need to dis- we don't need to get rid of a Democrat party. Democrat party is necessary. That's one thing I disagree with a lot of people on the right. Get rid of the Democrat party. Get told no, get rid of their ideas. Yes. Can't, can't get rid of the Democrat party. You need a balance. The reason you need a Democrat party even though I do not agree with them, it'll bring balance in case the right strays away. And that, that is very possible because this is not about philosophy. This is about party and parties always go extreme. Look at the left. The left used to be so moderate. Now they're radical Democrats and see what happens. They're going so extreme that people in the center are coming over to the right and eventually probably restore them to their semi-sanity self, like in the fifties and sixties. Now, if the right, if the right goes extreme right, which extreme right is anarchy, if you don't know, extreme leftism is dictatorship and extreme right is anarchy. That is the difference between a right and a left. So when they say far right, we are not far right. We are not. Far right is anarchy, no rules, no laws. That is a far right. So the reason we need this Democrat party in case in the future, if the right ever goes so extreme, the left will then become moderate, pull the Republican party back and bring balance. Everything's about balance, up, down, left and right, yin, yang, it all is balance. So that's the reason why I say we should keep a Democrat party. But for now, they are too extreme. And they need to be flushed out. So I, I want Leslie Stahl. She must apologize. I mean, I know we've seen this clip a million times and I, I'm not going to bore you with it. She must, she must apologize. Like this is one of the, one of the things she says. So the biggest scandal was when they spied on my campaign. They spied on my well, campaign. There's Leslie. no real evidence of that. Of course there is. No. It's all over the place. Leslie, Sir, they spied on my campaign and they can got I, Can I say something? You know, this is 60 Minutes, and we can't put on things we can't no, verify. You won't put it on because it's bad for Biden. We- the one thing I hate is when she says, Sir, sir, we cannot. So we are 60 Minutes. We cannot put on anything that's verified. Like stating that just because you laid the foundation that this is 60 Minutes, this cannot be verified. What are you saying? Oh, we're too fancy. We're 60 minutes. Look at us. Look at our reporting. Look how fancy we are. Like once you say 60 minutes, like you're supposed to go, oh, whoa, whoa. Leslie, you're right. This is 60 minutes. How dare I? Your publishing is amazing. You don't publish anything that's not verified except for like the pp hoax except for like the lies about racism except for 
Black Lives Matter, except for the Proud Boys, except for anything. But besides that, you don't publish anything that's not verified, right, Leslie? No, no, no. You need to apologize, run a retraction, and do a 60 minutes interview with Hillary. And see, this is what I'm saying. On Trump, they went hard at him with evidence. Hillary, they won't do anything. And like he said, they're protecting Joe Biden. And it's bigger than Joe Biden. Guys, this is bigger than Joe Biden. This is bigger than Hillary Clinton. When you hear, oh, oh, this Hillary Clinton. No, no, no. This is bigger than Hillary Clinton. The question is, who, who in the Obama administration gave Clinton access to President Trump's uh, White House? Who? Who gave him access? Had to be somebody big. Had to be a few people. NSA, FBI, CIA. White House, how many people were involved that have exposed would shake the foundation of this country? Dare I say they're doing this to protect Barack Hussein Obama? Yes. That's what this is all about, guys. They are protecting Barack Hussein Obama. For such a racist country, they are going above and beyond to protect Barack Hussein Obama. Why, why do I say that? Why do I say that? I remember before this came out, we were told Obama had knew nothing about it. Just like Obama knew nothing about Hillary's 30,000, uh, 30, what is it? 30,000 emails. He, had, he knew nothing about her secret server. Remember? I mean, I know nothing about her, that server. Remember she had a private server? Uh, yeah, he did because he was emailing her through that to that server under an alias name. But hey, it's just facts, right? So this is all about protecting Obama. It's such a racist country. How dare you protect a black man? Oh no, the racism is they're supposed to hate black people, right? Wow, I'm really confused with the racism in this country, how it works. We go above and beyond to protect BLM and their radicalness and their murder and their mayhem and their looting and arson. We're racist. We have a whole political party that bends and gives them whatever they want. And another party is scared to even confront BLM. We're racist. And we have a whole freaking party that bends over backwards to protect Barack Obama. This racism, this institutionalized racism is a joke. So why, why do we say it's Obama? Because he knew John Brennan, told the great old John Brennan, remember, now, now this is declassified. This we were saying prior. We were saying this a long time ago. But now that it's officially in court documents, part of this entire Durham report, now we know that yes is true, John Brennan briefed not only Barack Hussein Obama, 
but Joseph Biden and other members of the intelligence community. What did John Brennan tell President Obama in the Oval Office in 2016? Well, he, he, and I can talk about this because this part has been declassified. Um, he briefed President Obama and Vice President Biden and uh, other members of the national security team about this specific intelligence um, that John Durham now has uh, about a Hillary Clinton plan to uh, falsely accuse and vilify Donald, Donald Trump with a, a scandal. They knew about this illegal plan and did nothing, said nothing. I can go as far as say maybe they even plotted it from the beginning together. I don't know. But, to, but if you know, if you're sitting, think about this, it's not just one person. Think about the scenario, guys. Really think about this. This is uh, John Brennan. This is Barack Obama. This is Joe Biden, who now should be impeached. They should be writing articles of impeachment on Joe Biden as we speak for this. Definitely. And not just that, it's not just that them two, them three, but also heads of intelligence agencies. There are a bunch of people involved. So think about how corrupt this must be when you have people that are heads of our intelligence, heads of our governments, sitting down, colluding, conspiring. This is a conspiracy to stop a man from becoming president. And not only that, not only when he went through and what destroyed them and they couldn't get him out, I mean, they couldn't stop him from becoming president, but the, the spying continued. Let's not forget what Barack Obama did. Remember his last few weeks, his last few weeks in office, he did something unprecedented. And if I, could re if I remember clearly, I'll try to post it up afterwards. He did something that allowed all the intelligence agencies who work independently of each other to share raw data information with each other. And that was part of how they went through to try to set up President Trump. This is the most corrupt thing I, this country has ever seen. There, there should be movies made of this. People should be in handcuffs right now. And I, listen, as much as I never want to see a president in handcuffs. Just that image alone, I think, hurts the United States. But I think right now, this is one of those rare times where it's, it may be necessary. It may be necessary to slap cuffs on not only Barack Hussein Obama, but Joseph Biden. Biden, Barack Obama, Comey, Clapper, Brennan, anyone involved needs to be held accountable. This, is, this has nothing to do with, oh, hey, we're Trump fans. Oh, hey, we're Republicans. You guys undermined the, 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 
the country, the, the presidency of the United States for your own political will. Whether, if, whether anyone's getting uh, uh, imprisoned or not, I, I don't know. I have no faith in the Justice Department. I have zero faith in them. The same Justice, the Justice Department that are going after January 6th freaking protesters, man. Treating them like they were Antifa. Treating them like, like they were Black Lives Matter. I, I, I have no faith in them. I, I really don't. But uh, I pray that some people, there are good people in these departments. And I do pray and hope that some of them will step up and lead the charge because th th this country can't function like this. It cannot. But um, how weird is it that in just a little over a year, this country and this world actually has gone fully unstable? As crazy as they, say, as, as they said orange man bad would be, as crazy as the news coverage was of him, as crazy as like, oh, he called Jim Kong, Jim Kong, oh, I can't say his name, Little Rocket Man. Oh, he's provoking. He's going to cause World War III. He's, first of all, he's colluding with Russia because they're friends, but then he's going to start war with Russia. Like they made no sense. So all this stuff, and you thought that the world was going to collapse, but at the end of it, what did he do? Four peace treaties. Three in the Middle East, another one up north, started bringing peace in the Middle East. Listen, I remember back in the, like in the 80s, rap songs would always end with like the phrase, peace in the Middle East. Everyone's always mentioned peace in the Middle East because everyone knew there was never peace. And Trump is the first president in history with the Abraham's Accords to slowly and surely, I don't know how it would have ended, but slowly bring some sort of stability in the Middle East. And the world was, yeah, it had its chaos, but it was starting to balance out a bit, just a little bit. You, you seen the direction moving. There was no new war started in like 30, 40 years. First president to not start a new war. First pre president to start really scaling back on these freaking never ending wars. Then, as soon as Biden came in, wars. We're about, to, we're about to go to war with Russia and Ukraine. The U, I'm sorry, the Ukraine-Russia issue. We're about to go for why? I feel like we're, you ever, are you ever in a schoolyard? Have you been there like as a kid? And you see two kids that don't want to fight, but the people on the outside are like pushing them, fight, fight, fight. That's like America. America is kind of antagonizing. Let me not say America because I don't want to put America under the same breath as the Democrat Party in the Biden administration. So the Biden administration was like, there's going to be a war. There's going to be a fight and pushing and pushing and sending troops over there. And Ukraine at first was like, what are you talking about? And I think he was just antagonizing to the point where they're, it's, whether it happens or not, it looks like it's going to happen. It looks like it's something Biden wants. And now, now Biden decides to send Ukraine military equipment now, without time to train them, it, basically, he's, he's going to send military equipment now that's going to be taken by Russia. Good job. First, you give them a pipeline, and then you're going to give them all these weapons because they're going to go in and take it right away. I mean, it's not like 
It's not like you left $8 billion worth of military equipment in your failed escape of Afghanistan, right? Oh yeah, you did, you did, you did. You are such a freaking failure. I, I don't know how people, when they do these pollings, guys, and they show you know, 30% or 20% still support Biden, think he's doing a great job. I'm like, who are these 20 people? Can we bring them out of the cemetery, the ones that voted for him and the ones that are like, doing these polls, I'm pretty sure they're dead people, and ask them, where do you see any kind of approval in this man? And the reason I think the dead voted for him is because he's dead himself. I'm pretty sure that guy's not alive. Have you seen him? He is a walking corpse. He is grayer than gray. I don't know. But you know what's funny? He he is animated when it comes to telling stories that make no sense about dropping a dead dog on, a, on, on a, somebody's porch. He is, that, that lights him up. Do, those lies, maybe the lies, I don't know, it makes him happy. But when he has to talk about real issues, he's just agitated old man and cranky. This, this guy, he needs to go. I'm done. I am done with him. Biden is just such a strong president that when he made his statement regarding the, the issues in Russia and Ukraine, when he was done with his statement and they asked him questions, he turned around and walked away, refused to answer. Thank you. I'll keep you informed. When he was walking on the, barely walking, it was like he was dragging his feet. When he got off the helicopter with Joe Biden, with Joe Biden, with Professor Joe Biden, <laughs> the hell out of here. When they asked him about Russian Ukraine, he goes, the fully vaxxed man pulls down his mask. Happy Valentine's Day. Mr. President, is the risk of a Russian invasion higher than ever? Two questions, one ignored, one happy Valentine's Day. Listen, I, I, you guys wanted him. Hey, leftists, you guys wanted Orange Man Bad Out. Welcome to Gray, Mat Gray Matter In because this is the best you're going to get. And eh, part of me is happy to see that, but the other part of me is not. And I, this whole war thing, guys, do you know in the history of the world, what brought, what is the one thing that brought down empires? Name what the one key thing that truly brought down big empires was financial instability was the loss of financial power, money gone. We record inflation. They say 7.5, the highest in 40 years. It's going higher than that. $30 trillion in debt. $8 billion of military equipment left in Afghanistan. Nothing is getting better. The value of the dollar is weakening, and yet you want to go into a new war. Guys, that is going to be our downfall. 
if we continue going to these endless wars and unnecessary wars, when we don't have the money, guys, you have 30 trillion in debt and debt. Where are you getting the money to pay for this? Listen, if I myself, I made a hundred, if I was a hundred, excuse me, if I was, let's say a hundred thousand dollars in debt, would you take any kind of financial advice from me? If I was a hundred thousand dollars in debt, would you trust me to make any, any kind of investments? You'd be like, hell no. What are you doing? You have no job. You have no assets. And you're going to, you're a hundred thousand dollars in debt and you want to invest more and borrow more. No. So why do we trust the U S government when we're $30 trillion in debt and they want to take us into another expensive war? Forget about that. Our kids are going to pay for our grandkids. There is no value in the dollar. And once people start dumping the dollar guys, it's the end of America. This is why they're going after cryptocurrency. This is why they, they know. That's why they want to create a digital dollar. Did you see that? They want to create a digital dollar. Guys, uh, that, that's, a, that's another story for another time. But um, like I said, you dead people voted for him, especially those in... Did you see that article? Did you see that video in Wisconsin? Where more than half of Wisconsin's election database was inactive. 23,000 people were listed with the same phone number. Others were registered in 1918. Now, there's only 5.8 million Wisconsinites. There's only 4.2 million people old enough to vote. And there's only 3.3 million people who actually cast a ballot. So more than half of the people on this database are inactive people. Wow, that's really something. So we started doing the analytics on that, and what we found was absolutely amazing. I mean, I'm sure you all you follow the internet. You probably know the story. 23,000 people have the same phone number, okay? Well, that's kind of amazing, <laughs> except they don't. And uh, other people were registered in, uh, in 1918. This is Wisconsin, one of the states that had to flip during the 2020 election. Funny. It's funny that all the problems we're finding in these states, the key states that flipped literally overnight from Trump to Biden. Again, just a coincidence, guys, this was the most freest and fairest election I have ever seen. Don't you dare. Don't you dare question this election. The greatest one. I love it. I love it. It's the greatest thing I've ever seen. So truth social guys, it's about to pop off. And I'm a little, how do I say this? I'm not gonna abandon the other social media platforms. I will just not put any money into them. I will not invest in them. And I say, do the same, stay on it, barely post. Cause remember not everyone is gonna leave uh, these tech uh, platforms. But right now I have Facebook, which I'm shadow banned. They're about to cancel my account. I do have Instagram, which again, I got to notice they're about to close my account, shadow ban. I'm not getting rid of it. Let them get rid of me. But I will not spend a dollar in advertisement. Do not keep your accounts, but do not spend a dollar on them. Make sure you do 
all your original content and posting in Truth Social when it comes out, which by the way, I don't know what it's going to look like. It might not be the greatest platform, but I don't care. Remember, just because it's Trump doesn't mean the platform is going to be great. Doesn't mean the, the whole functions are going to be great. I don't know. Regardless, let's go on it. Let's support it. Support Getter. Support, listen, I don't know what's going on with Parler. Just so go to these other platforms. People like Gab, people like um, MeWe or whatever. I don't trust them, but go get away from the three main Get away from Google, get away from Instagram, get away from Facebook, get away from Twitter. Those should be your last post if you want to. Don't spend a dime on them. Come to Rumble. I'm on Rumble, PR conservative. I am on Rumble. So um, I'm also on Safe Chat. No one talks about Safe Chat. I like Safe Chat. Let me know more. But again, Truth, Truth Social is coming out. President Trump made a tw uh, tweet, made a what is going to be the word for that? It's not going to be tweet. There's got to be a word for truth. Did you truth bomb? Did you drop a truth? All right, whatever. Truth social. He posted on truth social and is on beta testing right now. And uh, there's a lot of fake apps out there, guys. There's a lot of people that claim they to have the app. It's not the real app. It's a fake app. The app does not come out allegedly to what is it? The end of uh, was it March? I believe. So. If, you, if you're not sure if it's out, go to truthsocial.com. And if there's nothing there, then it's not ready to come out yet. But uh, let's do this, guys. Again, thank you, PR Conservative, Never Silent Podcast. Follow, share, support. As I'm working, excuse my background, but I'm working on a few other things, working on to make this a more consistent flow, consistent podcast come to you maybe three to four times a week, eventually five. And that's it, man. Check me out, prconservative.com. Never a silent podcast. You could find the audio podcast on, what is it? On, what's it called again? Oh, on, oh you can find the Never Silent Podcast on all the, the social media platforms that we hate for now. It's on Google. It's on Apple. It's on Spotify. It's on iHeart. Never a silent podcast. Please follow, share. And as well, you want to watch the video portion of this, I do post a video portion on Rumble. Rumble.com, PR Conservative. I am there. Also, if you just go to my website, prconservative.com, everything is listed there. Guys, thank you really for your support. Thank you for the encouragement. And I'm doing the best that I can to bring you good content as, with my point of view, guys. So with that, take care. God bless.